Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 129, Energy Management for the 2020 Empath. With everything going on with elections and all the chaos that surrounds us, it's so easy to hop on our newsfeed on Facebook and get drained within five minutes. In this episode, we share different tips and experiences on how you can manage your energy during times of chaos. I hope everybody enjoys the show. Hi guys, welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. Today's episode is all about energy management for the 2020 empath. And this is needed, isn't it? It is needed for sure this year. It's needed every single year, but this year obviously is different. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling this year? How have you been doing? How have you been taking care of your body and your mind and your relationships? What kind of conversations are you having? All of these I think we're going to dive into in this episode because they're so important. They're so important. And, you know, there's elections, there's all this different politics, there's the coronavirus, there's so much stuff that's happening around us and it's important that you that you stay focused on what you are feeling so that you don't get distracted by the noise that's happening around you because you will get sucked into um, different tornadoes in different places if you allow it to take place so we're going to talk about how you can keep your energy in the the best state possible so that you can have conversations that are meaningful that are um, truthful and honest to you but also you're at in an even keel when you're having these conversations because it can get intense if you allow it to happen it definitely can so let's cover the first one we have romeo here he's the perfect little thing for Mm -hmm. being um empath you need a little animal around if you don't have an animal even if it's a plant or something like that this is part of the energy management system that we're talking about here (laughs) exactly (laughs) He's a little. He's, he's like, so oh cute. man, I gotta do this again. He's like, I have to work right now. Um, <laughs> we kind of pulled him into it. Okay, so the first one—that's the most important one. It is. It's slowing it down. Slowing it down is important. <laughs> Everybody's going so fast, so quick. You it, know, we're going back on our newsfeed. We're going to this. We're doing that. Who are you voting for? What are we doing? Where are we at? And as an empath, a lot of times we don't even know if we're feeling our own energy or if it's somebody else's energy. So this is very tricky. This is a complex situation. This is a very complex situation. So it's so important just to slow it down and tune into yourself and go from there. And And one of the things when you mentioned tuning into yourself, I feel like that's so important. So you could slow it down with, you know, your partner and you could say, okay, let's, take a quiet day and go to the beach. That's important, but I also feel like it's important to have your own time without anyone else before you connect with maybe your partner or a friend or a coworker or your clients. Doesn't that make sense? It makes so much sense. It reminds me of, so I always compare things to sports. So for those of you that played sports, you can relate. It reminds me of basketball. When we're playing basketball, sometimes when you're in the game, you're just going so fast and the coach needs to come up to you and say, listen, Tony, just slow it down. You're the point guard. 
come up slowly, set the offense, and let's just do some simple passes and let's just build some momentum. So that's how I look at this is, what are the simple passes that you can do? How can you slow down your life? What are different things that you enjoy doing that makes you lose track of time? So it, it reminds me of gardening or going for a walk or cooking a nice meal, just different things that you may not do because you think that you don't have time for them, but actually there's so much value inside of them if you actually do them. It's true. And I, the other, yesterday you were sweeping the back patio and you're like, it feels so good and to do that. And it took, I don't know how many minutes, 20 minutes or whatever it was. Maybe 30 minutes. And it, it just felt so good. I, I had these leaves on my patio for the last, I don't even know what month, Maybe. three weeks. It wasn't a whole lot of leaves. We have a smaller patio, but still, if you have a clean space, once I cleaned it yesterday, my mind felt better. <laughs> everything felt better. Like I literally, I in that moment, I felt like I could perform everything better, no matter what it was I was doing. And I think that's the point here is when you do take that time and you do slow down, you're in the present moment. And when you're in the present moment, you're going to be more powerful in everything that you do, meaning yeah. you're going to have way better results, way way higher impact. It's true. And it reminds me of in ancient times, what they focused on was eating, um, and they had to catch their food, eating, sleeping, what else? Just really, I don't want to say the word surviving. because Making not a, clothes, yeah, surviving. Yeah, it, was, it, it was surviving, but they, they but probably they didn't did feel like a, that. a different way. Like yeah. the culture's... You know, they did it in a way where it was slower. And I think that this quarantine, when it was happening at the beginning where everything was kind of shut down um, and everything that's going on in, in the world has taught us how to slow things down too. So it's taking that time to take a little bit more time with your morning coffee or your morning tea. So instead of getting on your news feed, you're picking up your coffee and sitting and looking out the window or listening to the birds and bringing your, your things outside. If you guys follow either one of us on Instagram, you know our Insta stories are filled with quick glimpses of trees. We're obsessed with looking at the trees and taking that time too. Yeah, it is. And you brought up the news feed and all that, which is another great point. Something that I've done this year to where I'm not going on my news feed yeah. hardly at all. Like if you look at a whole month, basis I, I probably go on my news feed a couple of times right you're really good about that too and the point of me bringing that up is as an empath every image that goes into your mind everything that you hear everything that you experience it impacts you even more so because you're sensitive to the energy and what I realized is when I started to get off of Facebook on the news feed I started to get less reactive in my energy because when you go on your news feed all the time when I go on my news feed all the time different things trigger me like they probably do you and then it causes you to go into this reactive mode and when you're psychic you could tune into different people's posts too and you're like this asshole's saying something about me or whatever it is you know like we all have done some at different times right we're like wait is she talking about me or is he talking about me and it's like we get lost in this whole big cloud of all of this when it's there's no value in it like that's what I realize there's value for me to go on different people's pages that I get good energy out of, that I feel good when I leave, that I don't feel drained. So that's a question you'd ask yourself is, who's um, what pages that you go on energize you? What pages that you go on drain you? 
eliminate the drainers or figure out a way to make them energize you, which I don't, that'd be kind of a hard thing to do on Facebook. If they drain you, they drain you, right? Exactly. And I think it's so important to get clear on that because unconsciously we could get caught up in going in our newsfeed every single day. And in 2020, with everything going on, with the elections, with the pandemic, with everybody having their own opinion about everything that exists, we, it's a recipe for disaster, I feel, for an empath if they, if they don't take control of that and if they go throughout their day unconsciously, constantly going on their newsfeed. Mm -hmm. So just think about that. That's a good point. Okay, the next one. Should we go to number two? Yes. So number two for energy management for the 2020 empath is to nurture your body and to nurture your mind. I know, surprise, surprise here, right? But this is so, so important on a daily basis to make your body stronger, to make your mind stronger. What does that look like for you? And also go back to last episode because we talked a lot about the physical body there too. So we last episode, just before this one, um, but right now is a huge, huge time to really get clear on how you're feeling in your physical body. And I don't think that it's spoke about enough how important it is to focus on the immune system and add beautiful things into your body. So maybe it is an herbal tea. Maybe it is um, more smoothies or fruits and vegetables. Maybe you tune in intuitively and you feel drawn to certain colors of the rainbow while you're going to the grocery store and you know that your body needs different things. But this is a time to recharge, get very clear on what it is that you're missing in your body. Lately, this past week, I actually felt like I knew that I needed to nap and I slept a little bit later today. I did it the other day and I trust my body and what it needs and I know that we're all getting some sort of attunement right now. There's a lot of energy, so our physical body is feeling that whether you know it or not, it's taking place that we are getting downloads of information, not only from the media and social media, we're getting it on an energetic level too from the planet. So you do need to pay attention to your physical body. This means if you live by the ocean like us, we like to walk to the beach, right? And go. To, mm -hmm. we go to coffee shops right on the water. We walk on the sand. Maybe you're in a place like my hometown in Massachusetts that snowed today. Maybe you can go get dressed up, all bundled up, and go lay in the snow. But doing things like that, you know? <laughs> that sounds fun, actually. I know. The kids just did it, so I thought of them. They just sent me a picture of them in the snow. Um, so this is something that's really important, but you really have to figure out what makes sense for you. And I think a lot of people get sucked into their routine where they're like, they don't shake it up at all. I know that you've spoke about this before, Tony, in the past, and also in the Impasse Blueprint, your course for Impasse and all the psychic mediums and energy healers and people that are highly sensitive in that course have benefited from the different tips that have come about. And I think it really does come down to the environment, don't you? It does. And the environment, it's like you're talking about. Your body is part of that environment. We can't yeah, forget that. Yeah, where are you putting your body? You know, because we could, we could understand that, oh yeah, mind over matter. And that is true, right? It's mind over matter. We can make our body do anything. I heard Bob Proctor say one time we could put a number in our head of how much we want to weigh. And no matter what, as long as we get to the point of belief, the point of energy um, inside of ourselves, we could eat pretty much anything for the most part and our body will be programmed to that certain weight. So say it's 140, 150, whatever it is, your body will make sure it gets 
to that weight or to that weight. And I get all that. I understand that it's mind over matter. But I also understand that we live on Earth and we have a physical body. And if we was to combine the two to where we had a strong mind and most of the time we put high energy nutrients into our body, obviously it's common sense and it makes sense to do that. And I bring that point up because it's easy to overlook, especially if you're somebody who is working out on a consistent basis and you, you have a good, you're in good shape, you look good. Um, and then you might not be eating healthy. Maybe you're eating most of the time you're eating junk food, you're eating cheeseburgers, you're eating um, deep fried foods all the time, but you still look good because you work out. I'm talking to people like that. Understand that if you were to just shift your, um, the, the food that you put in your body, just one little degree, for example. So I always tell people if they're struggling with food, just start with a shake in the morning. So just make a smoothie in the morning. You don't have to change anything else in your life. Yeah. Just start with that shake, put some greens in it, put some bananas, um, you know, fill it with nutrients. Do some research on um, different shakes to make. Experiment with it because making that one change in the morning, I saw over and over in people's lives to where I'm like, oh my God, look at their face. Just making that, that one true. change, their face is glowing even though the rest of their meals are all the same. So I said all that just to make the point that it's so important especially as an empath, I want to emphasize that, to understand that the food that you put in your body is actually vibrating. It's energy. So you're putting this energy into your body. You know, we, as empaths, we talk all kinds of things about, we have to have boundaries. We don't want this energy to go into us, their energy. But yet we're putting these low vibration energies of food, which I'll admit I do too. Sometimes I'll go to Taco Bell, I'll go to McDonald's, not every day. And I'm putting this low vibration energy into me and the next day and even right afterwards, I'm like, oh shit, I could feel it. I'm so, my body's so extra sensitive to foods and I, and I can pay attention to it. And um, I think it's just important. So think about it. What does your nutrition look like? How are you honoring your body with the food that you're putting into your, into your uh, mouth? Mm -hmm. Something to think about. And maybe you can share in the comments something that you know that you should be eating that will give you the energy that you need right now. That could be really good. Like grounding. I know you just bought a bunch of potatoes and made tons of potato things for all of us, including Romeo. Um, I was doing a <laughs> detox actually during the time. So I just smell these amazing potatoes and I couldn't eat them, but I will be able to eat them soon. Um, They're all gone now. I'll have oh, to make some more. Okay, you'll have to make Me some more Romeo sweet potato or something. <laughs> but grounding things are important right now. Like where, <laughs> Our emotions are all over the place, but actually we're ascending in different ways too, energetically on an energetic level. So I know mediums listen to this, intuitives, energy healers, coaches, you guys are, you're working with people one-on-one -on -one and you're feeling that energy from the person that what they're dealing with, but you're also feeling your own stuff. So you're ascending. So sometimes we have to pull ourselves back down to earth in a healthy way, not by alcohol, drugs, every day you know maybe maybe in moderation you have a drink once in a while but I, i'm saying like this could this is a time where there's addiction and suicides like that's the reality of what's taking place people are thinking this is like the end of the world but really if you take small steps and know that okay i can eat a potato i can put my feet on the grass or in the sand that i will feel that sense of relief that i need and i'm buzzing with energy and i don't know what to do with it well, you can use natural ways, even crystals, like 
I love, um, like, this is very grounding too. This is good mm -hmm. for the energetic body. Um, the other thing, people that are watching the video, you can see this. Um, essential oils, I have some of them across the room, but there's so many different things that you can implement with this. It's like sage is very good oh, for yeah, grounding. When you're, every time you sage the house, sage. I feel way more grounded. I feel way more centered. I just burned Palo Santo in here yesterday and Tony walked in the room. He's like, oh my God, it feels amazing. And I had music vibrating at, was it 428 hertz? I put yeah, that Yeah, and on. it felt so light. It felt light. And that's the thing too, is when you pay attention to how you're feeling, when things are congested, you're going to feel heavy. It's going to feel like things aren't flowing. When things are higher energy, higher frequencies, you're going to feel light. Just yeah. like when I walked into that room last night and... I felt that in your room, in room. Yeah. or into this room, and I, I felt this lightness in here. So think about that when it comes to your body and your emotional health. Are you feeling light or you feel heavy? Like you're just dragging your ass, like you're... And that might be why people are being drawn to clean up their space and organize and get rid of stuff too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that affects your physical well-being in your mind. Okay. So the last thing we're going to talk about with energy management for the 2020 Empath is is the conversations that you're having with people. Mm. This is really beneficial. It's important to stay true to you and be in integrity, like I totally feel that, where it's important not to filter things, to be true, but at the same time, like what kind of conversations are you getting into? Are they beneficial or is it a waste of energy? Exactly. For example, like if there's two different political views and you know that the person is set on one person and you're set on the other, what is the point of having a conversation if there's a high energy of like trying to push push back and forth? There's no point of that. There's but, no point at all. But I just went out to lunch, you know, with a friend of mine and we were talking about different views and like we have these conversations and she has a psychology background. So she's like, I'm curious to know your views. And I was curious to know her views. So it's like a very healthy conversation. But if someone tries to talk to me about masks and all of that, and I know that they're hyped up about different things, I try to avoid that conversation and say, okay, let's not talk about that, because we like it, if we disagree about certain things, it's beneficial not to use that energy in a negative way. Exactly, and just to give examples, think about how many families are divided out right. there because of politics. It's crazy, think about how many friendships were ruined over politics, and that's the reason why Lindsay brought this up and why we're talking about this is because yeah, it's great to be real. It's great to say how you feel, but I look at it how it's like with a religion too. You know how religion, yeah. and not only that religion, that's that's pretty deep, but also like your vision, like your vision. I always tell people, don't just share your vision with anybody. Right. It's sacred. It's sacred. So these deep core beliefs that we have, they're sacred. So once you expose them to somebody, you're exposing this sacred space. It's as if you had this house on an island somewhere, and it's so sacred. And then you allow this negative energy, and you know this person, think of the person with really toxic energy, and you're allowing them to come to your island and put all of that energy inside of this space. Would you allow that? You probably wouldn't allow that. So that's what we're talking about, these conversations. When you go and open up these conversations with people that you know it's just going to cause a fight. And, you know, because listen, the brain works like this. We believe what we believe and our brain makes us see what we believe and we attract more of what we believe mm -hmm. so if you're going in there and you're trying to make somebody else believe something that you believe and they're trying to make you believe what they believe it's a disaster it's like gasoline and fire and that's what ruins a lot of friendships and relationships so the flip side of it is 
what I simply say to people if I don't, if someone asks me about politics or or even religion or or, or anything um, that's sacred to me, I'll you know, and I know that it's gonna create this divide. I'll just simply say, well, you know, that's sacred to me. You know, it's and I'll keep it at that. It's sacred to me. This is sacred to me, and you know, I don't really feel like talking about this right now. And I think it's so important to tune into your own intuition on this because it's it's hard to tell you who to talk to and who not to talk to because I believe that conversations are powerful yeah. and that people should be connecting and sharing ideas Definitely. even if they disagree. So, but it's you have to tune into your own intuition intuition here and think about the people in your life right now that you've been having conversations with that it's been causing fights. Yeah. Maybe just slow it down a little bit. Go back to number one we talked about here. Slow it down. Stop having those conversations. Go have fun with that person because it's probably a really good friend exactly. that loves you. And I think I've noticed this on social media, and that's where we kind of added this in here, is it's a big topic. Like, it's a huge topic. Obviously, people could share whatever they want to online, so people are going to do that. That's totally fine. Everyone should be able to do yeah. it. But when people start getting nasty and their character changes because they have different beliefs, that's a whole nother story. And I think it comes back to character and integrity, like to understand people have different beliefs and that's totally fine. But integrity is an important thing of like, what is your character? Like what, what are you showing to people? Like if you're disagreeing with people, how are you acting and reacting to them? That's important. It's so important because so, that, that's what happens is when you go down that road, it's so easy to get out of character because yeah. then you get in react and mo reaction mode. And I think that's the point of what we're talking about here is just don't get in reaction mode. Right. Don't get in reactive mode. If you if you feel like you're going to get in reactive mode and the other person is, it's like, is there really a point? Well, yeah, and I can't even tell you how many conversations I've switched the topic yeah. and just said like, oh, there's, it's kind of like no point of talking about that because yeah. just not worth the energy. I'd rather, I value my time with my friends and people that I'm talking to and I don't want to get down that road. And then there's other people, if you know their stance and it's something that you could talk about, it's a good thing. So just need to trust that feeling. Exactly. And this goes with also not just politics, but your word creates your world. Like how you speak creates your world. So if you're in these com conflicts and you're in reaction mode, you're speaking energy of reaction, reaction, reaction. So what's happening is this goes back to the thing is how you do one thing, it, it, it applies to everything in your life. It's how you do everything. So when you're doing this, you're putting this energy out. And then you're actually attracting these reactive energies from everybody in your life. When you go and do your work, when you go to your husband or your wife, you're actually, the energy is carrying along with you. So just remember that everything you're doing in your life, it's actually carrying on with you. But have educational conversations, meaning have productive, impactful it doesn't always have to look all positive because sometimes yeah. educational conversations like in the classrooms, it could turn into a heated debate to where it's like, whoa, this is getting intense. But there's a fine line to where it could get edgy. But once you cross that line, and who knows where that line is, you have to, once again, use your intuition, then you cross the line. But if you get up and you get edgy, like, like if you picture like in a classroom or like even in our masterminds mm -hmm. that we do, it's like conversations can get edgy because you're vulnerable and there's so much power in vulnerability. But it's like, make sure you're not crossing that line. And if you do, it's okay if you do. Back up, reflect on it, and approach it differently the next time. When you can anticipate things happening, like if I'm throwing a baseball at you 100 miles per hour and I tell you I'm gonna throw it at you, you're more likely to catch it.
Yeah, it's a common theme too. Like this is the theme. Like this is exactly what was happening. And we're like, what can we do today for an episode that would relate to what's currently happening in our world? And this is exactly what's taking place. So we hope this episode helped you. Share with us in the comments any insights that you had. And we're so grateful that you're here today. Bye guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.